Welcome to the Intercut Podcast, the weekly show going over the TV, movies, and entertainment that people can't cut away from. I am your co-host, Zachary Shevich, and joining me, he gets a high five, it's Arturo Zurita! Boom, boom, boom. That's actually, uh, if it wasn't for Spider-Man, which I think we have all seen too. Not me the yet. new one? Yeah, the new one. No. I feel like no. a weird. Then I guess I am the high five guy then, because nobody <laughs> else has seen something with me. Uh, that is probably the second best after credit scene in a movie this year. Spider Man beats it out by a little bit, but yeah, that character is hilarious. Interesting. It's exciting Interesting. to be here talking about Toy Story Four, which is going to have spoilers, just so you know. Yes, we are getting into full spoilers during this intercut after credits episode. So if you have not seen Toy Story Four and you care about spoilers. Uh, you might want to check back with us later. But if you just want to hear what we thought about the movie, spoilers and all, stick with us here on this episode. We're also joined by a dinosaur with anxiety. <laughs> it's our, it's Carson Rungfist. It's on his YouTube page. Hey, it's good to be here. My pits are, my, my, my pits are sweaty and I'm ready to, to get into that's it. A, that's, his, that's his Twitter bio right there, just living like Rex every day. Um, no, uh, dude, it's exciting to have Karsten Rundquist here. He made time for us in his busy schedule. Um, mm-hmm. He denied Jeff Goldblum uh, a visit while he was at yeah, we became really good friends. So. We're going to get had coffee. You downtime. And you, <laughs> you would drink coffee. You would be the person who was like, yeah, let's go get coffee. And you hate espresso. Espressos, yeah. I, I drink espressos. <laughs> Just like, oh. But, yeah, no, it's exciting to have you here because I know you really like Toy Story 4. I did. I really I liked it. Toy Story 4. Mm-hmm. But Zach hated Toy Story 4. He doesn't wow. even believe in the concept of kids having toys. <laughs> Lies, first of all. <laughs> he hates Slander, secondly. Um, I, I like Toy Story 4. I, I did not yeah, hate Toy Story it. 4. Yeah, I'm a, a, He's always trying you know, so hard. We can't have, we can't have in-between opinions, so of course that means I hated it. Uh, but that's the movie we're going to talk about here on this episode. The fourth installment of the Pixar Toy Story franchise, Woody, Buzz, and all returning, this time under the uh, care of Bonnie, their new owner, who we got to meet in Toy Story 3. Uh, The gang has expanded to include a bunch of uh, Bonnie's toys, but most notably in Toy Story 4, there's the introduction of Forky, a plastic spork with pipe cleaner arms and drawn-on features that Bonnie brings home from kindergarten and who quickly becomes Woody's responsibility to uh, keep in check and keep her keep him alive and out of the trash. Uh, it adds a different dimension to what has al- what's always kind of like an yeah. interesting collection of child artifacts in these Toy Story movies. Uh, Art, let me start with you, though. What was your favorite addition to Toy Story 4? Uh, two things. One was that Forky idea. Because I think we all, yeah. like, know about the Pixar theory. So that idea that it's like, oh, that's part of the magic right there. That's how they come to life. Uh, there's a scene early on in the movie, which I know we're going to talk about how gorgeous it looks, uh, where Woody's in the rain. And you can see the yeah. life right. of Woody's body. I was like, <laughs> what? Like, Andy goes to look for him, and Woody's just like... And he turns into a toy, and I was like, how can I tell the difference between toy Woody and the living Woody I know. And it's the weirdest thing. So to see, like, that all it takes to become a toy is for a kid to... Like, for you to be created into that purpose. Started, It starts asking you all these forky existential questions. Because he's like, but why? I didn't choose to be this. And it's like, 
Pixar, what are you going yeah. for here? Like, at what point? Because he starts calling himself trash. Yeah, like, at what mm-hmm. point are... Like, it's talking about predestination, things you need to do, and you're like, okay, am I looking too much into this? And then Woody's storylines, and then Woody's storylines, like, okay, I guess screw my friends. I guess <laughs> Infinity and Beyond just mental here. Um, that's what makes it such a great movie, is how it's expanding this, its own lore. Because we yeah. can relate to it as, like, say, all oh, the toys represent kids, and, like, going to college, and this different stuff. This one, I would say it represents parents. But nonetheless, they still represent what they mean in their world as toys, and with that whole Pixar theory about, like, at what point do cars become life? At what point right. do all these things happen? This kind of is alluding to the fact that, I mean, these toys literally come to life once uh, a child says, you are a toy. So I'm, yeah. I'm curious. I mean, I think there's there's something to be said about the idea of things have some kind of value to life if you put life into them through, you know, caring about them. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of been the kind of operating theory of these Pixar movies that anything that we can care about can kind of take on a life of its own. Uh, Karsten, I want to ask you, though, uh, what was it about Toy Story 4, just in relation to the other Toy Story movies that you thought 4 (laughs) did so well? Uh, So I've never... This might be a hot take, but I've never cared for Woody. Um, Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, our relationship went 2019-2019. This is the longest friendship we had. Like I said, what? I oh my god, he pulled out, bro. Bro, I've had this. I've had this Woody toy since since my father start crying. This was the last thing he left me. And anytime someone says like I'm not a fan of, I'm just kidding. My father. Can you imagine? I say I'm like my father left me this Woody, and he goes, I don't give a crap about Woody. I don't care about him. No, but why don't you care about Woody? He's just never been. You know, it's like he. It's never felt like they focused on him 100%. And that's why I think this movie was so necessary. Because it felt like so... It was like 90% Woody. It like, is yeah. you never really knew I, who he was. Like, Toy Story 1 was just him in relation to Buzz. Toy Story 2, why? And then Toy Story 3 was like... <laughs> Andy. Um, and it's like, I never really got to know Woody. And I feel like this one, I, I really like... It's kind of like a character study. Of like where he's it's, at with this, and um, it is an interesting point because he is a character who, much like you know the straight man in a sitcom or something, is mainly there to bounce off of the other characters, yeah. uh, right. and can keep everybody together. And in Toy Story Four, they do a really interesting thing in making him <laughs> no longer like the essential leader of the toys, right? In America, giving him taking away his purpose, and when you have a character whose entire purpose is kind of having a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it put, gives him this void that Toy Story 4 tried to fill. Yeah. I don't know what Carson's talking about because my boy Woody always had a purpose. And that was Andy he did. Toy Box. He also, I do agree. Like, half of Woody's character is, come on, guys. Come on, guys. Woody has high blood pressure. I've always thought that as a toy. This man probably has to take pills for a living because that's all he has. All he has is anxiety. That's yeah. it. But... Um. I, I agree. I, Toy Story 4 really is his story. It's also like all the other stories he's always been kind of... It's always been all the toys together, like on the same page. Um, yeah. And this is the first movie where it's like he really... He's the only one that's not like okay with what's going on. Like that's why mm-hmm. I get frustrated when people are like, Toy Story 3 was the end of it. Like it was fine. That's a mm-hmm. whole nother discussion. But like 
yeah, it was for Andy and all the other toys, but clearly Woody Dude, like finally, was not the done. The other person who I've heard this from, it was right. Andy's goodbye. It was never the toys' yeah, goodbye. It was, it was never Andy's goodbye. And no. everyone keeps saying, "Oh, well, the fuel, the will, 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 the incinerator scene." I was like, "They didn't die in that." Why y'all keep acting? We all have near death <laughs> yeah. experiences. That doesn't mean like, well, glad I yeah. didn't die there. My story should no longer be told. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you, these, they still lived. Yeah, I feel like Zach disagrees here. I feel. What do you? <laughs> I mean, I disagreed with three not being a uh, a conclusive ending of sorts, uh, but I. That doesn't mean that I, I disagree entirely with the idea, and like I definitely agree with your whole uh, Woody as the the uh, central focus of Toy Story Four mm-hmm. conceit. I mean, I really, I really love Three. Three is my favorite of all the Toy Story movies, and, and I think a lot of that is the way that they sort of come to acceptance through Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Toy Story Four, uh, and for me, I think that. There was a lot of fun elements, but I don't necessarily feel like there was as much innovation in 4, at least through the uh, storytelling. I think we've kind of had the uh, toy get separated and it has to battle its way back through Toy Story 4. The like Woody in isolation thing and having to find new, like, new connections was also a big Toy Story 2 thing. Uh, there are elements that I liked, but I felt... Ultimately, there wasn't as as satisfying of an arc for me, and I and I think we can get into spoilers a little bit if you guys are ready. Fully. In that, I was not nearly as satisfied by the ending as I think either of you were. Um, I will say, I did not cry in the ending. Uh, I was I don't get so Carson agrees with me. This has been a great show. I, <laughs> I can't get behind that where everybody's like. It was all good, and then those last 20 minutes, I was bawling, and I was so expecting to do that. And maybe it's just because I had a noisy theater, and I was getting pissed off, but, like, I felt nothing. <laughs> I, I, that's a lie. I didn't feel nothing, but, like, yeah. the closest I came to crying was the title sequence. And I was like, oh, it's Toy Story. But then the yeah. ending happened, and I was like, yeah, it's, it feels right. I wasn't crying, though. Yeah, <laughs> It felt it felt just like oh that's a that's a decision you can make right. to me at least. Art, why did it feel much more than that to you? Um, well, I have so like having bought the the movies all over again because they were released in four K. So they had all this. I've been saying this. They have all these special features. Like seeing the entire Pixar cast like this was their first movie. I almost see Toy Story as not being a franchise but being indicative of like what Pixar is. As long as Pixar is alive, they will be making new Toy Story movies. We said Toy Story 3 was the finale. They never hit us with the Fast and Furious. All roads lead to this. They never said it was the last one. <laughs> they just said it was three, and we were so used to trilogies. They're like, okay, but we never said it was a trilogy. And yeah. we also won't be making another movie unless we feel like it. So we've always talked about this. Toy Story pretty much is like, oh, it's siblings. That's, that's why I was always Woody. My brother was always Buzz. And just like Woody threw Buzz out a window, I once threw my brother off of a patio. <laughs> Uh, ran inside. I said, yo, he slipped. I don't know what happened. I thought he was lost. Turns out he wasn't. Toy Story 2, I see it as you're teenagers now. This is when the toys still kind of represent the kids. It's a Rorschach effect. In Toy Story 2, you're like the kid who feels like you're the teenager and you're so special. You know everything. Screw Andy. I'm going to go be my own son. It's like, no, you got to return to Andy, boy. Come on. Your siblings got to, you know, your family's got to whoop you into shape. Toy Story 3 is you leaving to college and you realizing you're saying goodbye. Right? 
That doesn't yeah. mean that person's memory goes away, but you're saying goodbye. And at that point, it was genius because 1995, 2010, 11, when that movie came out, they timed it perfectly, just like they did for Monsters, Inc. and University, for it to be that the main generation was going to college at that point. They mm-hmm. were right. around that age, which is insane to me. They so, aged Andy with the exactly. production of the movies. So yeah. people see that, and then every, I don't think anyone disagrees. It's like, oh, yeah, this is you as, as young with your siblings, you as a teenager, and then you go into college. They timed it perfectly. Well, then what did they time for for? This time the toys aren't kids. This time the toys are parents, and these are the parents who realize. I mean, dude, what's in the trailer so many times? What's a, let's swap toy for parent, without a kid? I'm a parent who can't have a kid. I've always wanted a kid. Well... I'm over here and I'm the single person who realizes, Bo Beep, I don't need a kid. You can be your own self yeah. and we can be single. And, and then to extend that to the ending, she'll be fine, your kid will, will be, be fine, fine without That's you. That's just how I see it. These are the animators who are, I swear, Carson, if you start crying in this one when you do it, I'm, I'm, that's what I want to do. I want to make sure I get to him so he, when he goes and he watches it again. Crying in podcast. Kind of like, like, you know, <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> we'll put you to tears. Intercut number 59. Guess um, I'm need a minute. No, like that's to me. What that's what got to me is where I was like, okay, they planned all of these to be in the '90s. The Pixar people, they had kids, and they saw the siblings fighting, and they put that in the movie. Then I'm sure they turned into teenagers, and they put that in the movie. And then they 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 had to say goodbye to their kids, and they made a movie about that. And now these are all these guys who are retiring, also from Pixar, dude. If they're not yeah. dead. Or harassment, uh, they're retiring from Pixar, and now you're getting to that point where it's like they've almost fulfilled their purpose there, but it's also their kids have left the coop, and it's like, what do you do now? And that right. to me was like crazy, especially seeing it with my mom, who's like looking yeah. at me. I saw it my like, mom too. Right? It's <laughs> the best way to see it. It's, it's the only way to see it, really, if you can. Uh, and I, I find that beautiful, and I also find the te- technological side of it, where it's like Toy Story 1 was an innovation and it, it inspired so many people even Miyazaki looks up to it that's why uh, they gave him a shout out with Totoro in 3 he's yeah, like in the yeah, movie yeah, yeah. that's crazy what did mm-hmm. J. Cole say who said two legends cannot coexist <laughs> and now with 4 it's like the racing at the beginning it's like oh okay now I get why you guys did good dinosaur <laughs> that was just testing how to how to play with water <laughs> For this, yeah. it's like I mean, that is something that I think you can't argue with is that Pixar has it's their checkpoint update their exactly. visual game. Darn, yeah, and it's the, the, there are some moments in this movie that are just some of the more more beautifully constructed sequences uh, that they've put together. This is something that we mentioned on our last intercut episode, but there's a moment where uh, Buddy, Buddy <laughs> Woody and Bo uh, see each other after years apart, and because of the mechanics of the world. They have their blank doll expressions, Bro, gotta, gotta, but you know the emotions they're like going this. through. This was Tom Hanks' best performance of all time, not doing anything, <laughs> just being in the booth. Point. Can I? Can we argue that too? What? Name me a better performance Tom Hanks has done other than Woody Forest. Get out of here. Uh, Philadelphia, please. Castaway, <laughs> Captain Phillips. Ugh. Captain Phillips. He's the captain. How does it feel for like? Tom Hanks to realize that his greatest performance is a toy. I mean, it is interesting that there's probably a whole generation of people that basically only think of Tom Hanks as Woody. I do. Yeah. If you're born after, if Tom Hanks yells in a row, including Captain Phillips, I just see Woody doing this. <laughs> That's what I see. I- I'm being yeah. serious though. If you see the behind the scenes, I don't know if you've heard what he has to do for the voice acting. Like, not only is he energetic, but they because Woody has so many scoffs, 
they literally tell him, I'm sure you've seen the scene where they tell him, do the nose thing again. He's like, what's the nose thing? It's like, we're in the third movie. You know what your nose thing is. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm sure we all do things that people have called out on our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Say right. something, you know? Well, supposedly Tom Hanks is the, with his nose. So they had yeah. him going, okay, now just with the left. Now, just with the right, and I kid you not, they direct him. Now, make it wetter. Bro, if this is not his best performance, I couldn't even do one sniff right now without Give him the Oscar. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's his best performance. That's all wow. I can say. And, it's amazing. And, and I'm glad that he now had his own story, his own mm-hmm. version of character developments. And I truly see the ending of this as him kind of being like, years later, Buzz goes, so how was it? And it's just Woody as Captain America. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Karsten, uh, why did you feel like this was a more appropriate ending for the four movies? Uh, for, for, the tri- for the franchise, rather. Than the than third? Toy Story 3 was. <clears throat> you know, I would have been... Here's the... This is why so many... I would have been happy with three. You know? Mm-hmm. But... Because I did cry at three, which is why I'm conflicted about this. Like, yes, three was a good ending. Um, but four needed to happen. Like, like I didn't, yeah, I didn't we, realize we don't have it needed to, to happen. Dismiss three as a movie with, while praising four. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too, yeah. Some people have been weird about that. It's like all of a sudden three's trash. It's like no, three's great. Three, like three's better than. Never mind. Like I. Uh oh. <laughs> it's better than two, but yeah. Is that a hot take? Is that really a hot take? No. Okay. I don't know. Is I, it? Three is my favorite. So three's maybe that's great. The hot yeah. Take. Um. No. Yeah. I. I think. I've. You know, I like the ending of three more than the ending of four, but I'm glad four exists. Is what I'll say. So, so, so why? Uh, what was it about four? Whether it's the plot or just getting an extra bit of time with these characters and seeing them adjusted to their new situation that made four feel like an appropriate uh, end for this. Because this saga, like I said, I feel like Woody's never been satisfied or yeah. happy. Yeah, and. You know, you could tell he was like he has such a strong attachment to Andy. It's like yeah. to expect Unhealthy. him to just be okay after three. Like, come on, there was a, there's a whole grieving process here. Like, <laughs> he yeah. and one could argue there's a whole grieving process now without the toys. But yeah, you know that they're then yeah. But he's also off on a new adventure. Yeah, he's got his with yeah. Huh. Um, no, yeah, I, I think it's a good. I, I don't know. I'm I'm glad four ended like this. It could have been a bit more climactic. I feel like it was. What would you have done? That's the thing. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I. Yeah, you don't really have something, but you felt I like want... there was gonna be something that would have pushed you to tears, like three did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. just like a better. I think what I would have done was like I I like the ending. It would just be adjusting the rest of the film. It felt like okay. a weirdly paced film, and that's like one of my biggest problems with it. Because then the ending oh. kind of sneaks up on you, and you're like. I feel like I should feel something, but... Bro, I, have you seen it again? No, I should probably see it again. Hey, watch it again. The beginning hits differently because the beginning, do you remember it's in the rain? And I, mm-hmm. when I first saw it, I literally just went, oh, so this is when Bo goes missing because we're going to see her again later. Yeah. Bruh, no, do you know what that scene is? It isn't just Bo going missing. It's when she tells, you know, toys can get lost. Bruh, like, nah, like, when I watched like, the second time, I didn't even pay attention to the fact that she asked him to go with, because I'm an idiot, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I didn't even realize that <laughs> that's what she was saying, and he's gripping the the thing, oblivious to this the first time around, and he lets go, and Bo goes, so you're right. choosing him over me, and I was like, 
What are we doing? What are we doing here? These are toys. I, I was like, go with her. And I was like, wait, no, you can't. Yeah. You got to do three. You yeah, can't he's go got to do three, yeah. Bro, they zoomed in on his little fingers. Letting go. I was like, what? Yep. That was him. What they're showing you, once you see it a second time, is, oh, this isn't Bo missing. This is when he missed his chance. Mm-hmm. And he that's what he makes up for it later. I was like, what the heck? Right. Like, what? Yeah. What are you about to have a mortgage? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, this is weird. Um, Toy Story... Or also, oh, sorry, Carson, do you have no, I had nothing to say. I was okay. No, uh, Toy Story Four also has the villain of Gabby Gabby. Uh, I think in the familiar conceit of Toy Stories, uh, Toy Story villains, in which she first appears a bit friendly, and then you learn about some more nefarious intentions that she has. But they kind of bring her back around by the end of the film. Uh, how did you guys feel about Gabby Gabby as a character, as a nemesis, the way that they completed her arc? I uh, never liked her. Not even. No? I, I, I felt nothing. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I, I hated her at the beginning. There Art was a point space. where I was like, I can't wait for them to release her toy. So no. I can destroy it in a fire like Sid. <laughs> but you didn't even like the ending when she gets denied? No, I mean, I, I just didn't feel anything towards her. I'm like, you, she just... I, I felt bad, obviously. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm too emotionally attached to... The other Woody. ones to be like, I'm yeah, for you. like I'm not. I've just met you. Why am I? I just why do met I care? you. Like, I care more about like, like Ducky and Bunny than her. They were good. Which, by the way, Which, great. I, I was expecting yeah. to hate them from the teaser. I was like, these they're not funny. And then the movie happened. I was like, all right, they're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> what were your favorite? Amazing. Amazing. Uh, they feel a little bit like they're coming from a different movie, but they're yeah. amazing. Oh yeah, I would not be surprised if they were like, no more Toy Stories, but we have like three Ducky and Bunny spinoffs oh, coming. coming to right. Disney Plus. Literally, Probably. like, <laughs> yeah, literally gonna like happen. Um, oh, speaking of with them, yeah, that w- that was the funniest thing. I'm watching a video and they're bringing up the uh, Shining references and they bring up Ducky and them. And I was oh like, really? Oh, sound familiar? <laughs> and they're like talking about. It. He's like, it's actually. This is like Insider.com. And they're like, because Insider.com now does explains an Easter egg video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, um, in the first movie, there was the carpet to the shining. And in three, the song, whatever the hell the song name is, is the exact same song that plays at the ending of The Shining. And I was like, where did I hear this? I swear sounds familiar, I heard yeah. somebody like make a, good... a theory. Have you heard this video? Yeah, you know, video I was thinking the, the same and... thing, like, the other, I was like, I think... Like, don't get me wrong, it is the dumbest video I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> Carson had made a connection, which has been there for the longest time, and it, it really is there as references. Well, um, yeah. The Shining, well, you explain it more since you made the video. Well, there's been, like, fun little, like, Easter eggs, and then, like, Toy Story 4 happened, and the song from the Shining Ballroom played... not an accident. It's in the, not and I was like, I literally, like, lost my mind, I was like, holy shit. I mean, now, I don't know the song by ear like that. But that's the thing. I don't know how I knew, but I was like, that's the Shining song. And I leaned over to my mom. I'm like, that's the Shining song. And she's like, shut the fuck up. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't yeah. care, Karsten. You're doing that thing again? Save that for your channel, honey. That's not for me. <laughs> she's like, really? I just, you come on. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, I don't know where I was, but yeah. <laughs> Well, you were comparing the two. Uh, I know your theory was. I think you said it was a prequel. You can yeah. The, two the thing is, it was a joke theory, but there yeah. is like two. Like, because I've done these joke theories before, where it's just absurd, like mm-hmm. Remy's an Avenger. But this one, there's enough evidence to where there definitely is a connection to be made. Story. Yeah. <laughs> My biggest thing was that like Toy Story takes place in like the '90s and current day, and The Shining mm-hmm. takes place in the '80s, which messed up the whole thing. But 
you know, still, <laughs> still fun. He's still made, he's still <laughs> Maybe we'll see them in Doctor Sleep. Um, I don't know. Right. <laughs> I, I do like the idea of Gabby. I think uh, the best parts about the Toy Story villains, which I think in Toy Story One would have been Sid. Toy Story Two would have been the the bear. No, Prospector that, dude. Yeah. The Prospector. Three was the bear. The third is the bear. It's Lotso, and then here it's Gabby. Gabby. But in reality, mm-hmm. they're yeah. just obstacles. If I may, if you can right. play mm-hmm. the lo-fi hip hop behind me, they're just <laughs> obstacles in this. Really, the biggest enemy has always been. Woody himself, learning to know each other. In the first one, Sid was just an obstacle to allow Buzz to know he was a toy. In two, the prospector was just so Woody can understand that he wasn't a collector's item, but he was Andy's toy. That was his purpose. In three, it was for all the toys to realize that they needed to be together, which I agree with Zach here. To come to that conclusion at the end of three, that it didn't matter that Woody can be his own, and then this, I I get that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, literally, Toy Story 3 is saying, Woody... You're about to be by yourself, and you're going to be over here. And Toy Story 3 tells you, no, that's not okay. They should all be together. All be together. Yes, I am fully aware of that. And then Toy Story 4 goes, we're just going to pretend we didn't say that. Uh, yeah. Because enough time has passed. And I let Woody live his life. Exactly. And then we realize that it's not necessarily... A lot of people think Bonnie's the villain. That's my favorite theory. Because <laughs> everyone keeps going, uh, and here's Woody at the end of 3. Take good care of him. Tosses him. Puts him into the closet. Just never plays with him again. And people are so... I'm sorry, Woody. People are Never so liked Bonnie. angry no. about Bonnie, and they're like, she's a hoe, she's a... I'm like, she's <laughs> five, all right? Like, she didn't know any better. But I agree, I don't know why she did my boy Woody dirty like that. And I, I think uh, the same thing when it comes to Gabby Gabby. If, if I'm looking at it from my lo-fi theory perspective, that's like a mom who can't have kids because her voice box doesn't work. And she just wishes she can get another voice box only for when the time to come she doesn't get it. Uh, she doesn't get the kid she wanted. She ends up getting another kid. Uh, so it's like she adopted. Yeah. So there's a beautiful, beautiful metaphor there if you want to look at it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've alluded to it, I think, in uh, different parts of this podcast so far. But should we just list our rankings for the different Toy Story movies? Sure. I, mean, I can go first. Yeah. I've been saying it, but three is my favorite. Uh, Toy Story one or the original is my second. Then. Probably Toy Story 2 I put above this one, Toy Story 4. Art, Karsten? This is where friendships end, right here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say I'm gonna say 1, and then Good. 3, 4, 2. You really hate 2 like that, huh? Except, I don't hate 2. I just think it's, it's more pointless than 4. Interesting. And I can kind of agree with you. I've never been the big fan of two. No, well, it's like it came out so short after one, and it's like they didn't predict it would turn into what it's turned into. Maybe, yeah, but it was supposed to be a DVD release. Yeah, yeah, but like, it's like it just felt like it was doing the least out of all four movies. I feel like it's the most tangential to like the overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to look at it like it that. definitely like adds something to the universe mm-hmm. of yeah. this thing but it doesn't do much for the i mean it does but i don't know it does i think just when it came out for me 95 hit me Mm -hmm. more and that sibling story like i said related to me more than the oh i'm a teenager who's gonna talk back that came out in what 99 yeah yeah, people grew up with that one and that's why they watch it so much more like my girlfriend watched that one way more and i was like yeah it's because you were a bratty teenager i was a good boy like I took care of it. I took care of i was a mom (laughs) boy i took care of him like that but toy story 2 surprisingly though is the highest rated Toy Story yeah. 2 is the one people love the most. It's crazy. Like, people adore this movie. Um, 
And it's okay for Although people Although 3 to be is wrong. the one that got the Best Picture nomination. Yeah. But that's just on the Oscars, man. I don't know what to tell you. You know, they're doing female and, and male directors. Now. I don't know what's going on. I've heard. Uh, but for me, it's always gone one, two, three, four. I keep it simple. Four is still your least favorite? Well, that's because I also see the whole thing as one movie. Like, I see uh, the whole thing yeah, as yeah, one yeah. journey. Like, each one, each one. Like, I, I don't know how I can put three over two, considering that three can't happen unless you get the characters from two. Mm-hmm. And four can't but, happen, and they can't say infinity and beyond unless... Unless you remember how they used to hate each other, dude. And now they're like, well, never going to... It's like, what? Like, yeah. yes, that's why I see like the whole thing. It's kind of like when people try to divide um, the Lord of the Rings movies. Or when oh, people yeah. try to divide uh, Before Sunset, where we were just having a conversation of. That it's like the whole thing is a unifying experience. But if I had to rate them, I'm one, two, three, four. Yeah. So it's interesting that uh, we've all got different ratings. Although I think there's some similarities in that we all have one pretty high and four closer to the bottom. But none of us dislikes four, even, no matter what Art says about me. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you saying it yourself. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, do you have any final thoughts on Toy Story 4? Me? Yeah. Either of you. My theory is that Toy Story 4 is saying we, as a society, are toys to the mouse, Mickey Mouse. Uh, and they're just playing with us at this point. <laughs> Preach it. I think he's right. Hey, what I tell you? They were selling forkies at the Disney store. Yeah. For 40 bucks. It's just a fork. More expensive than the, the Buzz or Woody dolls. That's more ex- yeah. yeah. I had to take a ticket. They were sold out. I had to pre-order mine. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not a girl forky doll. Yeah, my final thing would be is I am okay with more Toy Story 4 or more the Toy Story 4 ever, more Toy Story installments uh i'm interested to see what they do for disney plus because i i feel like kind of like their tower of terror their shorts they're going to continue making more of those at least mm-hmm. video games and stuff cool. but i'm okay i feel like toy story 5 will come with two things the next achievement in pixar like i don't think they're making a new movie unless they've achieved new things in right. like mm-hmm. technology and i think that's going to be like their checkpoint like forget all our other pixar stuff yeah y'all like up wally but like this is everything we did in those movies combined into one and then the second is going to be, I think it's going to have to do with grandkids. Bum, bum, yeah. the little thing. Like, I'm, be, I predict, it's yeah. Be grandkids. It's going to be with grandkids. Just, just you wait. They're going to incorporate, like, phones and how, like, apps are now kids' toys. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's Thinking exactly what curve. it's going to be. Uh-huh. Do we think uh, a Toy Story 5 <laughs> is kind of inevitable? And do we think that we're going to get Buzz and Woody in it? I don't think this universe is done yet like i said there'll be like a spin-off with these yeah. new like duke kaboom maybe right like all these uh, new characters Ducky and bunny as you mentioned right uh, i think even some of bonnie's toys yeah. could mm-hmm. get their oh own yeah spin-off. i like what he said about the the bunny and um ducky bunny ducky. and ducky because when toy story 2 came out again i didn't care for it at the time but mm-hmm. I was still binge watching something else. It was the Star Wars, the Buzz Lightyear Adventures. Like that was <laughs> yeah. its own series. I was like, yo, I really like that. I was watching the special features. So, what if they do something like that now that we have Disney Plus? They may not. Mm-hmm. We may not get a five for a while. <clears throat> but I think we're still gonna get content on Disney Plus now that they have that avenue. Yeah, I would also. But do you think? Yeah. Do either of you think Buzz or Woody will be back? Because it definitely felt like they're giving at least one of them an easy like out. Well, was ending. Iron Man present in uh, 
far from home, I think these two are going to be in it as well. It's very difficult to distance yourself from the two main characters. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So they have to be in some sense. I was surprised that the movie ended with them in separate places, but we'll see. I think yeah. it's going to be before sunset. It's going to be them meeting up with their children. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> How have you been? Pretty good. Carson, I think I interrupted you a moment ago. Oh, I was just saying I would not be opposed to Buzz coming back because they left him on a dumb note. Like they, I, we've been, I've talked about this on my podcast. I know everyone's talked about it, but they made this man Patrick Star of Toy Story, and I'm like, this is absurd. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I, I'm frustrated when a franchise like changes yeah. core characteristics, and he definitely seemed like a few IQ points lower than yeah. Toy Story Four. Yeah, and as as funny as many of those moments yeah, were, like he do doesn't that for Woody, like. You didn't have to sacrifice Buzz for Woody. No, exactly. Yeah. Buzz has never been dumb. Patrick Tim Star. Allen, arguable, Patrick but... <laughs> I think that's a good note for us to wrap up on. Uh, you can catch more of the Intercut podcast on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on your favorite podcatcher. Mine is Overcast, and make sure you subscribe not just to the audio podcast, but to the video feed on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash intercutpod. Carson, where can people find more from you? Uh, you can check me out on my self-titled YouTube channel or check hey. out my podcast called The Cast on, I believe, all podcast platforms, I think. Uh, <laughs> that's you about it. You just sends me the that. MP3, so I, I just have it on my phone. You can just distribute it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's about it, yeah. Dope. Art? Uh, a to Z show, let me explain. Got both Twitters for those, and you guys know the channels. Yeah. Check sure. it out there. Or you can always follow us here as we have new guests on the Intercut Podcast. Yes. Uh, I'm at Zshevich on Twitter, at Zshevich on Instagram, and also Zshevich on Letterboxd, YouTube.com slash Multiplex Show, where I post like once a year. And uh, yeah, here, Intercut. So make sure you're subscribed to the Intercut. We'll be back with more episodes, so stay tuned to the feed. And until next time, this is for you, Rejean. I like it. Great we ending. Had, um, Great yeah. ending. Carson, do you have a specific character? Who's your who... favorite? Who's your favorite character? From from Toy Story. Preferably like a from minor one. Uh, <laughs> no, of all time. <laughs> um, I'll have to go with Rex, which it might be a hot Rex. take because I know a lot of people hate Rex, Rex. but. Yeah, I like I so I'm gonna introduce yeah. I'm gonna introduce you as a dinosaur with anxiety. Uh, That's exactly yeah, right. what I am. <laughs> <laughs>